Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. Not only have I been the owner of Mint Mobile for the last few years, I've also been a customer. I don't know if you knew this, but anyone can get the same premium wireless for $15 a month plan that I've been enjoying. It's not just for celebrities, so do like I did and have one of your assistant's assistants switch you to Mint Mobile today. I'm told it's super easy to do at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at hm.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Selling a little or a lot? Do your thing however you cha-ching with Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash offer 23. Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at hm.com. But when you solely rely on the motivation, you are going to set yourself up for failure because you're not going to always be motivated. And then you're going to start beating yourself up and then it's going to, you know, chip away at your confidence and you're going to feel like you can never do it. And then the goal or the habit will just go from year to year to year. girl, imagine a life where you feel supported, connected, and understood. I get it. Being a mom is hard, especially when you're spinning so many plates. We exhaust ourselves trying to create the perfect life for our family. You deserve to enjoy your family without the stress perfectionism brings. On this podcast, I provide practical and relatable life experiences. I teach women quick and easy to use strategies to help them reclaim their identity, reignite their marriage, and enjoy their children. If you're ready to be challenged, then pull up a chair, grab a pen and paper, because it's about to go down. I'm Veronica Cisneros, a licensed marriage and family therapist, and this is the Empowered and Unapologetic Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Empowered and Unapologetic Podcast. Today's guest is a wife, mom to a 15-year-old stepson, 6-year-old daughter, 4-year-old son, and a woman of God. She works as a mom empowerment coach, and her mission is to provide women with the tools, resources, and community to reach their goals, empower themselves, find their happiness, and live a life by design. She does this via her blog, podcast, virtual community groups, and e-courses that help women learn to balance their lives, 
finances, schedules, health, and of course, themselves. So please help me by welcoming Kara Harvey. Kara, it has literally been a minute since we've been together. Like how long has it been? Like it hasn't been a year. Um, I feel it like it, it might be almost a year. I know the last time we collaborated was for my summit last year, and that was in mm-hmm. March. And I don't know if we've done anything since. That makes me a little sad. I, I know. I, right now, as I said it, I was like, okay, wait a minute. Has it been that long? Maybe. It's been busy. It's been crazy busy. So now, Mama, you are like a legit author. Yes. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. All right. Vera, this has been the wildest experience because I didn't want to be an author. Like, you know, there's people who write it on their (laughs) board, right? Like, I'm going to write a book. This book came out of the necessity of not being able to find something for moms. Like, I was looking for book club books that were productivity for moms, and everything I found was like 5 a.m., hustle, do more, blah, blah. And I was like, no, we need something different. And I thought to myself, all right, maybe next year I'll write a book. And this was actually right around the summit last year. I remember being like, God, if you want me to write this book, just let me know. Like, give me a sign and then I'll start learning. Like, I'll figure out how to write a book and then we'll go from there in 2022. And Mm -hmm. that was on a Friday. And on Monday, I got an email from one of my, like, mentors that I didn't know but, like, don't actually know in real life, you know. And the subject line was, I want to help you write your book. And I was like, what? Are you serious? And uh, (laughs) Yeah. And so it was uh, Mike McCallowitz who wrote, like, Profit First and Clockwork. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So – he had wrote it to his whole list, but he was doing an in-person workshop on, like, book writing 101, 10 people, and it was in the town my sister lives in, like, an hour from my house. And I oh thought, I've got to apply for this thing. And so I applied, and I went, and I learned, honestly, like, all the overview, everything I would have taken in a course, I learned that weekend. And I came back saying, okay, I guess I'm an author now. And I put it into plans to get the book from my brain to print in nine months, and now here we are with this incredible book that has been out for a month now, already hit number one bestseller in a couple categories on Amazon. And it's just really resonating with moms who are feeling so overwhelmed with everything that they just feel like they can't put one more thing in. For real. That's, you're speaking to us. You are totally speaking to us. So it's on goals. It's on habit forming. What is the difference between habits and a goal? Yeah, I think a lot of people get these confused. Now, listen, goals and Mm -hmm. habits, like they do intertwine, but I want you to think about the goal as the end of where you're trying to go and the habits as the steps that are going to get you there. So you might have a goal that you want to like run a half marathon. That's the goal. But the habits are that you decide you're going to run in the morning and you're going to sleep in your workout clothes and you're going to um, get your sneakers on right away or whatever it is. And those are like the building blocks of the goal. Goals cannot be created without habits that get you there. I think a lot of times we look at this big goal and we think, oh yeah, I can do this, but we don't take the time to break it all down because it's going to take time to do. And then we get started and think, well, I'm just going to be motivated. Like I'm just going to want to do it because it's important. And then life happens and our kids need us and our, our partners need us. And our goals start to go to the back burner and we think, oh, I can't do this. And it's not because you weren't motivated. It's not because you're lazy. It's because you just didn't make a plan that was rooted in habits to get you there. Tell me a time when you attempted to create a goal and relied strictly on motivation to get you there. Oh, yeah. This happens to me, I don't know, all the time. (laughs) Story of my life. Every time I try to make a goal. You know, it's funny because I'm working on goals myself. I use all of this, you know, in my day-to-day life. And 
the other day I was struggling to complete a goal that I had. And I kept thinking like, what is this? It was my morning routine. And, and I was like, what is this? Like, what is going on? It's like, oh, Kara, you didn't follow your own process. Like, duh. But the biggest one that stands out for me is um, when I went to get my life coach certification. So I have uh, multiple certifications in life coaching. And it was just so important to me, right? I wanted to do it. I want to improve my craft, all those things. I had a really strong motivation. And so you would think when it was time to just sit down and learn, I would do it because I was motivated. That's what you know, society tells us. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> right? But no, because I have three kids and a husband and I like Netflix and sitting on the couch. Like I don't always want to do things. And yes. I thought to myself, well, when it's time to learn, I'm just going to go learn. And I noticed that after a few weeks of my plan not going the way I wanted it to, going off track, I had to do what I call a goal audit and figure out, does this actually make sense? Like, what's going on for me? And in the goal audit, I teach a couple steps. One of them is asking, like, hey, does this make sense for my season right now? Like, is this a goal that actually is still relevant and fit in to what I need? And the answer was yes. But another question is, did I actually break it down enough? And I realized I yeah. didn't. I said to myself, great, as soon as my kids go to bed, I'm going to watch some of these videos and get them done. It wasn't enough. Because again, when we rely strictly on motivation, we're relying on the emotion of it all. And we need to take that piece out of it because our emotions change every single day. Our feelings change every single day. And I think what happens is when you rely strictly on your motivation, you start to lose your confidence that you can do anything. And so it goes into this place of shame. And this is what was happening for yeah. me. I was thinking man, I'm never going to be professional. Like I am literally going to fail in my business because I can't get it together. If I wanted this bad enough, wouldn't I just do it? Like if I wanted to be a life coach and improve what I did, I would be better, but not, I'm lazy. So I obviously don't want it. And that voice, right? It starts to come yes. into our heads and it's all yes. shame. And I think it's so important. Yes. Do you need a why? Do you want all those sort of vision settings? That's really important. Yes. And I think you might've said it to me once and I say it all the time, but you know, you need to enroll yourself in the vision. I feel like that was a verism. Like I, I feel like it was something you said to me <laughs> once and I always say it to people like enroll everyone in the vision, but yeah, you want to do that. But when you solely rely on the motivation, you are going to set yourself up for failure because you're not going to always be motivated. And then you're going to start beating yourself up and then it's going to, you know, chip away at your confidence and you're going to feel like you can never do it. And then the goal or the habit will just go from year to year to year. And so that's what happened to me. I realized I hadn't broken it down into small mm -hmm. enough steps. And I went back to the drawing board and I took the entire um, certification. I broke it down into modules and lessons. And I figured, what would this look like if I did it 15 minutes five times a week, like which modules would I have to do? Um, and I always recommend five times a week. I know people say like seven, 21 days, make a habit. I think that is a perfectionist mentality. And I think it sets you up for yeah. failure. Like I think being consistent five days a week, whatever those five are is beautiful because you give yourself this buffer for life to happen, to, to not want to do it. Um, and so I went through, I broke it all down. I knew the 15 minutes, which lessons I had to do. And I started making small, successful wins and growing my confidence that I am capable. It's not that I'm lazy. It's that some days it doesn't fit in. And on the days it doesn't fit in, okay, I know I have a buffer time. And I think that's yeah. so important because if not, we go straight to the shame place. We go straight to the, I am going to fail because I'm in the way and I don't want it bad enough. And I'm a loser and all whatever. I don't know. That's what my voice sounds like, right? Whatever your yep. voice sounds like. But instead, it's, it's really a not about your willpower, or your motivation. It's just about your plan. So everything you just said, yes, me, 100% me. And the crazy part is, I love how you said, wait a minute, Kara, like, 
why aren't you following your own steps? We do get lost. You know, I was talking to you a little while, you know, before we pressed record, how like there are times when, you know, I get caught up in my own emotions. I get so overwhelmed. We call it flooded. And then, you know, my husband and I are arguing and then here I am on my way to a couple session, you know, and it's like, all right, well, we'll see how this goes. And this might determine the fate of my husband. Um, and we do, we, we all need to reset. We all need to go back to, okay, what does work? And when we don't have skills and when we don't have that ability to go ahead and take that pause and really be kind to ourselves, we do get into that hurdle of, I'm never going to accomplish anything. Your voice sounds very similar to my voice where it's like, no, you, you suck. And this is why you can't go anywhere. And I've even had that, like, you know, with my own personal success in my practice, my, you know, my practice is referral based only has been very successful. But then there's that one client where it's like, I feel like, is it happening? Is it not happening in the beginning? The nerves come right. And all of this plays out and it's like, okay, dear Lord, please just take the wheel at this point. But that self doubt comes like no other. And then at the end of the session, it's like, oh, huh, (laughs) I kind of do know what I'm doing. How do we, so how do we get to this place knowing that shame, self-doubt, self-sabotage comes in, right? As wives, as moms, how do we get to this place where we start to develop a habit? How does that happen? Yeah. And it happens very slowly and people don't want that answer, right? Everybody's like, no, no, I just want this to happen for me. But when, when I tell people my system and the biggest pushback I get is like, won't that take a long time? Uh, And I will say to them, well, how's it going for you so far? Because what we're doing now is not working. And if it's not working, why not try something different? My approach is a slow and steady approach to actually getting lifelong habits that will stick. Because what we do is we feel like we have to be superwoman. We feel like we have to do everything all the time right away. January 1st, first of the month, whatever it is, beginning of the quarter, I make this huge plan and I have all these things. And then by Tuesday, I'm tired and I don't want to do it. And then I tell myself... Mm -hmm. I'm going to do it again on Monday. We call it the Monday mentality. We do it with everything because we know that Monday is there. But what if instead of go big or go home, this like super masculine, like look at at goals and habits, we said, what makes sense for me in my season and how can I slowly get to the point where it's actually sticking? And so I use a habit stacking technique that really allows women to have success and grow in confidence because it's not so much honestly about accomplishing the the task and like getting to the end goal it really is about I know it's cliche but like it's about the person you become along the way it's about showing up for yourself when you're tired it's about showing up for yourself when you don't want to and the biggest one is it's about not showing up for yourself sometimes and giving yourself grace and not beating yourself up and so when you're doing this method what I really encourage you to do is look at the routine that you would like to create some habits around so let's do like an evening routine And you ask yourself, what's my vision? Like, where do I want to go with this? So again, we always start with that vision, but we don't just jump on in. It's like when you decide, I need to go to bed earlier and you already are going to bed at like one o'clock and you're like, all right, I'm going to bed at nine. (laughs) Like, that's not going to work. The same, like, I want to get up at 5 a.m. I'm getting up at seven. Like when you do that, maybe one day and then your body doesn't want to do that anymore. So instead, let's work together. So if you know in your evening routine, before you go to bed, you want to like, wash your face, you want to like do a little meditation, you want to spend some time with your husband, and you want to journal. You're like, that's how I'd love to close out my day. I'm doing none of this now, but I would love to do all of this. Start with one. So I would say pick the one thing that you want to do that like you're just 
most attracted to doing. You're like, yeah, I'll start here. This sounds good to me. Not because it has to be sequential. Um, I think that's another misnomer about routines is that they have to go in order all the time. I don't believe so. I think you can make your evening routine and then you can allow yourself to go with how you feel. If you feel like washing your face before doing your meditation, cool. No one is like, you're in charge of that, right? And so you pick the one and you tell yourself for this week, I'm going to work on this one and I'm going to work on it five days this week. If that makes sense for you. If you were doing it zero days, five might even be too far. Maybe you start with three days a week. Um, allow yeah. it to be flexible. And you start to make some progress on it. At the end of the week, you do what I call track and stack, where you pay attention. You decide, hey, what was my percentage on this one thing? Am I ready to add another thing in? And you slowly, each week, every two weeks, every however, whatever your pace is, you add things to it. And it's not like going from zero to 100. It's going from zero to 10. To 20, to All right, 30. Kara, I'm going to propose something to you. I'm going to propose some. I can't believe I'm going to do this, but you know what? <laughs> Every single time we hook up, we end up either crying. Right, or we get a good <laughs> session in. <laughs> yeah, right, or one of us gets a good session yeah. in. Okay, so let's do it. I want you to do it on me. Yeah. Are you open? Yeah, let's do it. All right, so let me let me give you the story of my life. Um, So... How do you how do you want to do this? Do you want me to go like what does my day look like right now? Okay, I want you and to tell me goal? the Let's do it. biggest part of your day where you feel like the most frazzled and a hot mess. Like you're just you don't enjoy it and you know it's the most stressful for you. Um huh. Okay, so let's see. Ah. I don't even know. I don't even know where to go here. So, and this is I obviously this is totally 100% yeah. unscripted, but I want to get we hear this all the time, right? We hear all of these things with regards to building up habits. I want to actually apply it. And I want to apply it to me because mine's very much exaggerated and my life is not by any means the norm. So I'm going to give you a day-to-day and then maybe you can help me pick it out. Great. So wake up. So let's see. Wake up at 7 o'clock in the morning. Have to take the kids to school at 7.30. <laughs> have to, but usually don't leave till about 7.40. Most of the time, I just pray to God that they're not going to be late mm-hmm. and we're eating breakfast in the car. So get up, you know, make sure the kids are up. Aubrey's already up. Aubrey's like totally mother of the year. Um, Aubrey's already up doing her hair. Brooklyn, cuddling with her, trying to convince myself not to go to sleep with her <laughs> and then get her up. She's getting dressed. Their clothes are laid out because they do that. Jump in the shower, get ready. Um, make breakfast for the kids. Sometimes it's cereal in the car. This morning, it was eggs and arepas. Willie and Brooklyn made arepas from Encanto. Um, Drove, got to school on time. Thank you, Jesus. And then on my way here to my office. So here to my office, I go ahead and prep. I do all the things. Um, I'm in back-to-back sessions. So like today, I'll be, I'm recording this episode, and then I'll be in session from nine, back-to-back, back-to-back. And when I mean back to back, I mean every on the hour I'm seeing people. So I'll be in session today from nine till about six, six o'clock. Um, and in between, I'm like going pee. Thank you very much. You know, I'm trying to go pee, doing my notes, um, catching up on emails because the clinical hour is 50 minutes. So literally running to the restroom, running back. Um, I'm on a detox right now. I'm about to promote something, but on a detox right now, checking it out first. So drinking a shake, forgetting the hour. And I was like, oh crap, I was supposed to drink that shake mm-hmm. at eight o'clock. It's nine o'clock, right? I'm just being honest. Run back, 
get myself together back in session. When I'm in session, I am, uh, I think just because of how I run, I'm hundred percent on I'm in it. Other people would disagree, but this is where like I shine like a hundred percent on, um, six o'clock comes in between. Again, I'm calling my husband. I'm telling him how much I love him. He's probably sending me naughty pictures. We're going back and forth. Right. Um, and then go home and greeted by Scout, Crazy Scout, my husband, the kids, Willie's cooking. Um, we're, we're having conversations about our day. I'm, you know, while Willie's cooking, I'm help, you know, I'm trying to help out, like figure out what's going on for the day, where everybody's at. It's Brooklyn good on her tests. Um, help them out, you know, or I'll just sit back, relax, and then eat dinner. And my husband and I will cuddle and then um, put the kids to bed. And then he and I will spend time, talk about our day, things that have gone wrong, you know, maybe things that are going up with the business or just with us. Um, We're really, really big, like music's in the house. All of these things are happening. And then I go to bed Mm. and then, Mm. so I'm, and I'm, and I'm just, like I said, I'm, I run two businesses you know, I have a group practice with seven clinicians. Um, we have, I think, believe like 13 employees. And then I have the podcast. So I recognize my life is not normal. Yeah, but what I do hear is what a lot of working moms sound like. That sounds exactly like a lot of working moms. Now you're doing like right? double job, right? So it's it's a little bit more, but it sounds really similar. And so my initial reaction to hearing that is like, where's the time for you? Like, what are you doing for you? Do you have? Yeah. I don't hear. I didn't hear much of it. So, no, no, no. I appreciate that. And girl, I want you to go here because mm-hmm. I think I've done this to you yep. several times whenever you recorded <laughs> yep. me. So it's okay to pay me back. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. Give me a quick kick in the ass. Um, Let's see. I don't. It's on weekends I do. On weekends it's all about me. Um, During the week, on Fridays, I do have Fridays off. That is definitely me. On Wednesdays, I have half days. So I'm giving you literally my Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm here Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. So those are for me. Um, but I wanted to give you, an uh, again, a crazy busy day because usually, yeah, that's my Monday, Tuesday, yeah. Thursday. Yeah, and I like that you said that you have the time on the weekends because that's one thing I recommend to moms is making sure that say you look at your week and you realize yeah. these days are busy, do I also have in rest, relaxation, planning? Like, do I have them in my week? Because I think a lot of times we look at it and we think that every day must be super balanced and perfect. Like, we must oh, no, do all this things. that's not a chance in hell. And it doesn't make sense, right? But when yeah. you look at your week at a glance, um, I think knowing, hey, I have this coming, I have this space here, that is one way to prevent burnout. So for the moms listening who are like, actually, every day sounds like Vero's day, you might want to make sure you're looking at your week and saying, do I have in some self-care habits and routines on the weekends or ever, you know, I think you can fit some in every day and I want to go there, but I do want, yes, I do please, like that please. you have that. So I know that when we're like, okay, well, I know I'll get to it Thursday. I'll know I'll get to it on the weekend. That's good. But you deserve to have that time, even if it's not huge. I think a lot of times we think if I can't spend an hour at the gym, what does it matter? Right. But it does matter because again, it's not about doing the thing. It's about proving to our brains that we're worth showing up for the thing. And it's about changing our mindset around that. And a lot of times 
I'll hit a lot of women who are very like stuck in the perfectionist all or nothing. Like I have my morning routine and I want it to look great in my chair with my hot coffee and all of mm-hmm. that. And if it doesn't look like that, I can't even try. And it's like, no, yeah. that that is your brain trying to tell you like, no, like that is not the truth. The truth is even imperfectly showing up for yourself is better than not showing up at all. So my recommendation would be yeah. looking at the Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, right? That's like the super busy one. Yes. And starting very small with adding in just a little bit for um, for you. So your morning sound very similar to my morning. So like very like chaotic. <laughs> well, I have three kids at three different schools all over the place. So we're in the car for like <laughs> almost two hours doing all the drop-offs in the morning. So it is wild. So I understand that. But what I do think is important is starting with, if I could add in a few things to my day for me, what would they be? So that's always the first question. Like, what would you like to make yourself feel more calm so that on the mornings that it's chaotic and you're late or whatever, you don't feel like you're going to blow up or you're going to yell or you're going to like get back in the car and be like, oh my God, like when do I get time for me? You ever do that? Or you just like finish the drop off and you're like, oh great. Now I got to move to the next thing. Now I got to move to the next thing. So I would say thinking through what are some ways that I can create habits in my already busy day? And this is one of the things that I like to call like a habit trigger is thinking, what do I already have going on and how can I trigger it with something for me? So this could be I'm doing the car drop off and the pickup. And once I'm I'm driving to work, could you put on like a nice podcast, a calming meditation or something to kind of switch gears? I think for a lot of working parents too, compartmentalizing between work and home is challenging. And if you don't do something to transition that time, you're going to take all that into work. And I'm sure, you know, like working with clients, it's so hard to stop Mm -hmm. and not take that into your day. And we, even if you're not working, just even transitioning from one thing to another. So I would say, look at that car time and start there with what can I do for me that would like get my head into a nice calm state before moving into my next thing when I'm one going into work, but also, and you said you and Willie were talking like on the way home, but even to that, like before you go into the house so that you can be super just focused and present there. Yeah, totally rock out with the kids in the car. Like, because because I do, you know, I do have the two businesses and I am crazy busy. I try like very, very hard to be intentional yeah. in the moment because I, I can't be a hot mess here in front. I, like, there's no way I will. I won't, I wouldn't work with anybody if I was in that mode. Mm-hmm. And so definitely in the car ride, you know, we're listening to, Adele's like really big right now mm-hmm. in the car. And so the kids and I on our way to school are like, literally singing our heart out. But I think, you know, I think for me, like Wednesdays is parent-daughter date. So my husband or I will go out with one of our girls. The weekends, you know, Willie and I'll have date night or, um, and then every Sunday is family day. I don't know if you've seen, but we do the whole like pick from the wall thing. But I, the biggest thing for me right now, what I would like to Add, you, you definitely nailed it with the Monday, Tuesday, and the Thursday. I want to insert something in there, but I don't want to compromise my sleep. I don't want to, and I'm sure you hear this. You're like, okay, girl, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to compromise my sleep because it's very important. I get eight hours. I've just, no, I've, I've learned that about myself. And um, also, I definitely want to like hang out with my husband. You know, we cook, don't get me wrong, we do cook together. There will be times where we're, you know, he's cooking, the song comes on, we kind of look at each other and it's about to go down, but we just dance because <laughs> kids around, <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, I I look at my life right now and although it's it's not perfect by any means, but it's like, ah, you hit it with, I, I do want, 
I do want more me time, not something just to look forward to, but like that Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, you talk, I love that you talk about a baseline in your book. You know, where's your baseline right now? I love that you mentioned that. And it's like, okay, well, it's been a minute since I worked out and Willie and I were very active family hiking and uh, crazy adventures, but like, I haven't hit the gym in like a couple months. You know what I mean? And I've noticed that because I haven't hit the gym, I noticed that I, I get, you guys already know me, so I can cuss. My car, I don't, I don't know if you cuss so much, Kara, on your podcast, but I do. I get the fuck it. I'm not going to lie. I get the fuck it. And it's like, well, forget. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'll figure it out later. And so I guess that's what I'm asking. So for me, my baseline right now is zero, zero worth working out. So how can I build a habit with my already crazy schedule to maybe work out? And I already know better. I know that I can't go from zero to even three, right? Or zero to even maybe two. So with my crazy schedule, how can you help me build a beautiful habit? Yeah. And I love- For like working out. Yeah, let's do it. So I love that you said the baseline because I think that's really important. Without a baseline, we get into comparison mode and we get into- Yes. But everybody else is able to do it. Why am I not able to do it? And we get mm-hmm. stuck into that perfectionism. And I find for me, perfectionism is also another form of procrastination. Like I won't do something unless I know the situation is mm-hmm. perfect. Like- Okay, so this actually happened to me this morning. I typically work out in the mornings, and I wasn't feeling so great, and I slept in. So I missed my workout. Now, I still had time when I woke up that I could have gotten, like, 15 minutes of something in, but it wasn't the ideal time in my head. So I was like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'll do it again. You know, and I feel the um, impact of that throughout my day of not doing anything for myself. Um, And it's so important that you realize that you don't need to do all of it. Um, that it just needs to be small. So I would say if your baseline is nothing and you're like, I want to start, I would say, okay, we've got Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, that's three days. I would pick one day to start and I would start with a very small 15 minute or less increment. I would not go into anything bigger than 15 minutes and make your goal for this first week. Can I do 15 minutes? And now what's cool about this is, I mean, you can incorporate your family if you were like, oh, maybe we'll go for a walk. But it sounds like, you know, you. I think you guys have like a home. Do you guys have like a home gym, don't you? Or like weights around? Yeah, we yeah, do. Okay. In our garage. So, um, yeah. I'm, I'm remembering. <laughs> so um, <laughs> see, I, just, I feel like I know your life. I'm like, I feel like I remember stories about this. So um, yeah, so it's like, okay, make your plan in advance for I'm going to do one day where I go in and I do these like three moves to get my, my weight lifts done. And that's it. It's not going to take that much time because you're not going to sacrifice your sleep. You can still get up at the same time, but here's where you have to work to fit it in. Now you have to look at your mornings, which sound already kind of chaotic, getting everyone out of the house and say, where can I fit in this 15 minutes or what can I move or remove to get that? Um, I think that a time inventory is very helpful if you look at your blocks because you'll find where potentially you can squeeze the 15 minutes in. Maybe it is, um, I mean, you already said that they pick out the clothes in advance or things like that, but um, are there other ways that you can streamline the mornings, having all the lunches packed, right? Uh, You know, maybe a little less cuddle session, trying to get them out of bed, like those types of things. Um, Whatever amount of time we leave for something is the amount of time that it takes. And so if you really say to yourself, I'm just going to do like 10 minutes, five minutes even, because it's really about the act of walking into the gym again. Like it's yes. the first step that really matters and it's showing up there. So predetermine, like what are the moves I'm going to do? Have all your weights out, sleep in your workout clothes, and then 
um, have you read uh, the five second rule with Mel Robbins? You know, like count down from five, get to one, get up and just do the five minutes. And when you're done, this is the most important part is you say to yourself, you can like look in the mirror. I talk to myself all day long and you can be like, Vera, I'm mm-hmm. so proud of you. Way to go getting up this morning. And then you go about your day. And you continue that. And so maybe that's for one week. And you think, okay, I did this. I did one day. I got 10 minutes in. I'm feeling good. And it really didn't take that long. And I think the reason the time inventory is key is, so I learned it takes me about six minutes to unload my dishwasher, but I will complain about it for like 20 minutes. Like I will just bitch and be like, (laughs) no, I don't want to do this, right? So when you look at your time, you can say, okay, I can squeeze five minutes here. I can squeeze five minutes here. I can squeeze five minutes here. If we put them together, we've got those 15 and it just what is happening what i'm sorry to interrupt you mm-hmm. what is happening right now cuz as you're saying this as you're saying all of this maybe it's because it's directed at me but like as you're saying this it's like oh my gosh kara is giving me permission to only work out for 5 minutes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i love her she's so sweet yes. versus veronica you got 10 minutes girlfriend mm-hmm. like make it happen walk in walk out like don't get me wrong. I know this. I know this. But right now, like as you're saying it, and ladies, I don't know if you're like hearing this too, like, oh my God, holy shit, Kara's totally giving me five minutes to work out and that's all I have to do. I get to move three times. She didn't say how how I have to move. So I'm twerking. I'm doing a couple, um, yeah. I'm doing a couple lunges and squats and I'm out. But I love, I love what you're stressing on right now is you're building up that habit of doing it that one day out of the week. So once we build up that habit and we already know, like there's, there's, I think the biggest thing for me right now, as you're saying this is there is not that expectation. Cause I want, when I work out, I work out hard. So I'm in there for like an hour, but when I envision the gym, you know, my gym, I'm automatically going into, well, fuck dude, that's like an hour. I don't even have that hour, you know, and then 20 minutes because I'm bitching about the hour, 20 minutes past, 30 minutes past. Oh, my hour's gone. Look at how cute that is. Right. But I love that you're telling you're right now how you're you are giving us permission, but at the same time, so are we. We we as well are gonna be kind to ourselves and give ourselves permission to do those five, ten minute, fifteen minute workouts. Well yeah, I mean I not I will tell you this. You don't need permission and nobody needs permission. But the way no, our brains are no. wired is we think we need permission. So if yes. you need to hear permission Thank today, you. permission granted to show up for whatever you want to show up for for five yes. minutes and allow it to be enough. That is the key. And then if you choose you want to do more, it's a bonus, right? And that's going back to that routine stack. I do my one thing for the week. And if I, because I know where I want to go, I choose to, you know, wash my face and do my meditation, pat yourself on the back, say, great job. I'm proud of you. And that is important. Great job. I am proud of you. You must say these things to yourself. And then if the next day you do the one thing, cool, you do the one thing. It's not about perfection. It's about intention. And that will train your brain into realizing that effort matters more than completion. Otherwise, mm-hmm. we're just looking at the end goal of like what you want to get. And if you're going from zero and you start to be like, I'm going to find an hour in the morning. Well, what's going to happen? You're going to sacrifice your sleep. You're going to get really cranky about it. You're going to get yep. annoyed. You're probably short-tempered with the girls. You're trying to get them out of the house. Like, we're rushing because I'm trying... That's not the life you want. Like, that's not in the line no. life. It's slow and steady. And then all of a sudden, what's going to happen, like a little brain nerdy, but like our brains will start to see opportunities for more time, right? Like our reticular activating system will turn on and be like, wait, I can fit more time in here. Oh, wait, I noticed I have five more minutes here that we didn't even see it. Like, we don't know. We know it's there, but we don't know it's there. And all of a mm-hmm. sudden, pieces just start to 
to go into place. Things just start to take a little bit less time. And, you know, in a month or six weeks, you're like, wow, I'm getting 30 minutes, three times a week in the gym that I wasn't getting before. Mm -hmm. How the heck did that happen? Right? So Mm -hmm. I want to empower you to empower yourself to know you can Mm -hmm. do it. But I think it's a language switch off the words only, off the words just, and saying, this is what I'm doing for me today and allowing that to be good enough for the day. And if anything else is, you know, cherry on top of your Sunday. No, I, I absolutely love that. And I love the way you're, I love not only the way you explain it, but it just makes so much sense. So much sense. You know, my routines are my routines. I I make sure every single night, this is something I left out with my um, day, every single night I go to Dr. Orion, shout out to Dr. Orion. I have no money because of you, but I love you too. Um, I go every single night I have his, um, his facial regimen and there's like, Willie calls them, are you about to put your lotions and potions on? <laughs> and it's like, yes, I am. Mm-hmm. Yes, I am. I'm 42 and I want to maintain mm-hmm. this. And so there I am every single night. That that right there is for me. Yep. You know, you have to wait 20 minutes, put this on, put this on, and then whatever, all of the things, right? But that's like something I won't give up. And it's every single night. But how did it start? And I, I just kind of like hearing you say all of this, it's like, well, how did it start? How did that habit start? Well, I just started it, you know, and it was something that I wanted 100% to do. But it, I wasn't like, it was new for me. You know, there was so many things that I wanted to gain out of it. It was something very, very important to me. And sometimes those 20 minutes or 10 minutes, but I don't, I don't, comp- I, I don't shame myself because it's 10 minutes. Mm. You know, it's like, I'm just very thankful I got it done and I look good the next morning without makeup. We can all use a little help in our marriage, especially when it comes to communicating. I have created a guide just for you. And guess what? It's 100% free. I will give you practical tips and easy to use strategies to apply right now. That's right. Right now. Today. You all know I'm a huge advocate for you mamas and I am on a mission to help you experience true connection and stress-free living. Ladies, we are setting our marriages up for success. It starts with you. You will find this freebie here in my show notes or go to empoweredandunapologetic.com forward slash guide. The information I will be providing you is next level and people pay good money to get these tips that I will be giving you for free. Don't forget to share this with a friend who needs it. Well, you know what? I, I call this your trained resume. And I think what you said is so Ooh, important. Yes. Yeah, I want you to make a list of the times where you've been able to create a routine when you didn't think you had time. Because I bet when you started that, you were like, oh, 20 minutes. Like, I don't need, where, where do real. I have 20 minutes? I think I'm telling you, first of all, I'm going to need that link because your skin looks amazing. But also, <laughs> for me, also, like, I'm 38. And I'm, like, getting to the point where I'm like, mm, what are we doing up here, right? And so mm-hmm. um, I've been trying to, like, do more stuff at night. That's the exact same thing. And I'm really struggling with making it a habit. And I have to remind myself, hey, Kara, have you ever tried a new habit and made it stick? And I'm like, yeah, I have. And that proves to your brain that you are capable of doing it. So you make a list of all the times that you've done these things, that you've changed, that you've been able to show up for yourself. So on the mornings you don't feel like it, you can read over them, put them in your notepad and be like, hey, remember when you did that? Remember when you did that? Oh, I am capable of doing this. I am capable of doing it even if it's done imperfectly. And that is a great example of your change resume and how You've showed up for a routine that you didn't think you were going to have time for, which then will train your brain to be like, oh, wait a minute. 
I can do this. It's possible. Yep. I love that you call it your, what do you call it? You call it a change resume? Yeah, make a huge list of it. Show up for yourself. Hell yeah. yeah. I love that. Oh my gosh. That can apply for so many things. Mm-hmm. I'm totally stealing Take it. That. <laughs> like Kara, Kara's change resume. Let me use that in here because I can't tell you how many times people are like, oh my God, I don't even know how I'm going to get through this. And it's like, homie, you got through that. I don't know how you got through that. Mm-hmm. This right here, this was yes. a piece of cake. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> and you have guidance, yeah. right? So we have a lot of wives listening to to us right now. We have a lot of mamas listening to us. When we don't establish these habits, how does this impact our marriage? How does this impact our household? Yeah, I think that habits and routines, I know there's a lot of people who are like routine resistant, so we can just call them rhythms, right? Like these are the rhythms of your day. They give you predictability, structure, and they help you be less stressed out because you know when things mm-hmm. are going to happen. I think when I'm the most stressed in my house and I'm snapping at all my kids and yelling at my husband and I want to kill him and I'm, I'm mad, it's yeah. when I don't have expectation meeting reality. Like I had a plan in my head. I didn't communicate it to anyone or I didn't have a routine to fit stuff in. And now I'm throwing all these new things at us, right? It's like if you've ever tried to do routines with your kids and you sit down and you're like family meeting and you take all the junk food out of the house and your kids are like, come on, <laughs> like we're not yeah. doing this, right? <laughs> we all know. Yes. We, we all exactly, know. <laughs> right? So that is the same thing that I want you to think about when it comes to establishing these routines and habits in your home is that when you've created them, it gives this predictability to your family of like when things are going to be fitting in and to like my husband knows like when we have time together right so if for example like I'm in a super busy work season with the book and the summit and everything he knows and we've communicated this summit season is wild like I need you to help out a lot like more and I'm going to be I'm not going to be as around he knows this so he's not going to get cranky or mad that he's not getting his attention or, or our time together because the expectation is this is when it's going to happen. So on Saturday, we're going to have a date night. Okay. So if Monday through Friday, like we're struggling to even like, Hey, bye, I got to go. I at least know that this is coming. And it's like this beautiful yeah. gift you give to your marriage and to your kids is saying, I love the the date, right? The family, the date with uh, one-on-one, we started doing something like that too. And it's saying to my kids, like, mommy's really busy with work right now. I've got to get this done, but you and me, we're going to have time together during, I like to theme out our blocks, but like during mommy block is what we call it. And that's when it's like, no, ta- I'm not working. We're not chores and yeah. we're just playing. And I think allowing yourself to create these routines and rhythms and habits in your home reminds your family where they fit in, but it also allows you to see where all the other things, the laundry and the errands, all of it has to fit in somewhere. And it allows your brain to say, okay, I have got to get this done now, but in a little bit, I'm going to have this other time to fill up my cup with whomever it is. I, I like that you say there's batches because what I'm hearing when you say that is mom has boundaries. Mom has boundaries and it's okay for mom to have her boundaries and it's okay for mom to establish those across the board, not only with her husband, but also with her kids, right? I think too many times we don't have boundaries and we don't have boundaries because we don't want anybody to feel hurt, not loved. We don't want it to impact the relationship. But the truth is a relationship without boundaries is either on the path towards divorce or on the path towards a very, very unhealthy relationship. Yeah. Right. I mean, mom guilt is real. Like it is, that's another thing that I hear a lot. Like how do I deal with that? And I think about this past Monday, right? It was President's Day. So all my kids were home. My husband is a school principal. So he was home. I had to work on Monday. And so I was in the office working and I struggled with it a bit because I was like, I could hear my kids. I wanted to play with them. Um, and But I, I said to them, listen, 
mommy has to work right now. I'm going to take a break for lunch and we're going to go do this together. And like that night, my daughter's a Girl Scout leader. So we had Girl Scouts and all that sort of stuff. And at first I felt guilty. And then I realized, no, like my husband can handle this. The kids will be fine. This is my work hour. And my kids are little. They're four and six, right? But we need to create those boundaries. Now, did they come in the room like six times when I was trying to work? Yes, of course they did, right? They were climbing all over me. But it was the fact that I refuse to feel guilty anymore about that. Like I have very strict when it's not summit season and I'm not working like during a typical normal, like when I pick my kids up from school, I'm not working and I, I, yeah. I do not work until the next day. And I've had to yep. establish that because we teach people how to treat us. And I used to have Amen. awful boundaries with my network marketing company. When I was doing that, I would answer people as soon as they would message me. I was so afraid of losing a sale. I was glued. I was carrying my laptop around the house and I burnt out. I was done. And so I told myself in 2021, my business has grown exponentially since in the past five years. And I had to hire a team and and figure it out. And I said, I'm not doing this anymore. Like I need to have better boundaries at work and at home. And I didn't realize it was a problem until someone who was a customer of mine during my network marketing days, she bought one of my products now and messaged me on Facebook. I don't check my Facebook messenger, right? Like that. And so I didn't answer. I'm not even joking. 30 minutes later, I had a DM from this person. And I was like, no, I'm not answering a DM. An hour later, it was in my inbox. And I stopped and thought, oh my gosh, this is how I used to allow people to treat me. Well, what's that like in your home? Do you do that as well? Um, You know, like I'm trying to take a shower, right? (laughs) My kids need, no, like, no, I'm taking a shower right now. Like I will come solve your problem. You can solve your problem, figure it out. And I'm doing all these classes right now on parenting. It's like my theme for the year and learning about independent (laughs) kids. And I'm just letting my kids solve their own problems more. And guess what? They come to me less. And I think that routines and rhythms and batching your days and theming your, your time blocks is a lot of what I talk about in the book. It allows you to have that boundary of this is mommy time. This is work time. Now, do things bleed into the, yes, like nothing is perfect. We're human. Right? It's we exactly human. like yes. mommy time. Sometimes I have to answer a boxer and do a thing. It, it is what it is, but it's more often than not that I'm able to sit down at the end of the night, even on busy, the busiest days. And I'm like, hmm, that was a pretty good day. Like I was able to like man- yes. manage my roles, not balance. I think balance is silly. It was aligned. Yeah. My day was aligned to what it needed to be. And I think that creating habits, routines, um, and rhythms in your day is the first step in the foundation. Absolutely. Um, one other thing, as you kind of were saying all of that, I'm watching, I'm kind of watching, mentally picturing, you know, all of these things happening in your day. And one question I often get, you know, from my clients, from listeners is how the hell do you do it all? And I love that you just gave all of those examples because I I can't imagine how many times you probably get asked that same question, Kara, how do you do yep. it all? Right. Yep. And the truth is I don't. Yep. I don't, I, I really don't do it all. You know, like I mentioned earlier, like I'm not cooking, my husband's cooking. I can't tell you the last time I unloaded the dishwasher, it was probably no shit. It was probably maybe like two years ago. You know, and if my kids were listening, they'd be like, mom, come on, you you haven't done that like in five years. And, and I'm just <laughs> yes, being honest yes. with you. Like, I don't do that because I, I, I don't want to say I can't. I don't want to. I don't want to. I want to make sure when I'm home, <clears throat> I am definitely, you know, gr- you know, playing with Scout. I'm definitely not necessarily pecking my husband, but like, I mean, my husband flirt, like there's no tomorrow, but like. I'm, I get to go ahead and experience that moment because the best, the absolute best part of my day is about to begin. 
like when I come home. That's how I see it. Music's playing, everything's happening. And it's so, so important to me that I, I don't want to say I live with intention. Yeah, that's important to me, but I definitely practice what I preach. Can I use help? Hell yes. This is why right now I was like, you know, well, fuck it. Let's go ahead and put me on there. Let's go. You know what I mean? Because we can all use help. Are we going to do this perfectly? No. I absolutely love, Kara, what you're doing. I'm so, so proud of you, Mama. You. Like, I mean, I remember, I remember you were, I think you were like my, were you my first or my second? I think, no lie, I think you were probably the first podcast I was on. Yeah. When I started. Meant to be. I'm not, I swear. Yeah. For I know real. it was probably like two years ago, maybe, maybe three. Yeah. 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 Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And I'm glad you said that kind of to like wrap up um, all of that is I get asked that every day and I tell them I don't do it all. And I'm okay with the fact that I don't because my to-do list is just never going to end. And when you can be okay with that, um, it is a weight lifted off, you know, off your shoulders. And I always tell moms like, listen, you can do it, but if you don't, that's okay too. Because I think the message mm-hmm. out there is you've got to do it. Well, guess what? You're not going to do it some days. Let's be real. Nope. And that's fine. You're doing the best you can. Kara, how can we find you? Yeah, well, go and snag the book over on Amazon or BarnesandNoble.com. It's called The 15-Minute Formula. My podcast is The Purpose Driven Mom Show. And Instagram is probably my favorite platform. I'm at A Purpose Driven Mom. And if you want, I have a free guide over at the 15minuteformula.com slash free. And it's got a, a workbook. So even if you don't get the book, where I've broken the book down using the formula. Like I was super meta. I was like, practice what I preach for sure. So that you can read oh, yeah. the book within 30 days and it doesn't become just like a nice pretty book that sits on your shelf. Yeah. Ladies, you are definitely get, I've gone through the book myself. And I'm going to tell you right now. I have learned so much, so, so much. And it's just like, oh my gosh, I like totally know her. (laughs) I love it. I totally know her. Definitely get the book. Definitely follow her. You are always, you are always on Instagram providing us with tips. Your podcast is absolutely amazing. No BS, straight to the point. Make sure you have a pen and paper ready because she is giving you nothing but knowledge. Very fast. I talk very fast, as you probably have figured out. (laughs) Don't put me on a 1.5 speed. (laughs) Yeah, no, for all. Don't do that. Don't do that. Unless you want like to have a mini heart attack. (laughs) Kara, thank you so much for being on. It has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. This was fun. Many women lose their own identity in the shadow of being a mom and a wife. We are a community of women who support each other. We leave perfectionism behind to become empowered and unapologetic. I want to personally invite you to join our girl gang. It's a free Facebook community for women just like you. Go to www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash empowered and unapologetic. See you there. What's up, ladies? Just want to let you guys know that your ratings and reviews for this podcast are greatly appreciated. If you love this podcast, please go to iTunes right now, write a review, rate the episode, and subscribe. Don't forget to share it with your friends. Hey there, this is Casey McGuire Davidson, host of the Hello Someday podcast. I'm an ex-red wine girl turned life coach who helps busy women change their relationship with alcohol. I spent 20 years climbing the corporate ladder 
while drinking a bottle of wine a night to unwind. In the Hello Someday podcast, my goal is to teach you the tried and true secrets of creating and living a life you don't want to escape from. Each week, I'll bring you tools, lessons, and conversations to help you drink less and live more. I'll teach you how to navigate our drinking-obsessed culture without a buzz and how to turn the decision to stop drinking from your worst-case scenario to the best decision of your life. You can find new episodes of the Hello Someday podcast every Thursday, wherever you listen, and I hope you check it out. Hey there, this is Casey McGuire-Davidson, host of the Hello Someday podcast. I'm an ex-red wine girl turned life coach who helps busy women change their relationship with alcohol. I spent 20 years climbing the corporate ladder while drinking a bottle of wine a night to unwind. In the Hello Someday podcast, my goal is to teach you the tried and true secrets of creating and living a life you don't want to escape from. Each week, I'll bring you tools, lessons, and conversations to help you drink less and live more. I'll teach you how to navigate our drinking-obsessed culture without a buzz and how to turn the decision to stop drinking from your worst-case scenario to the best decision of your life. You can find new episodes of the Hello Someday podcast every Thursday, wherever you listen, and I hope you check it out. It's easy to blame ourselves for our struggles with alcohol. We see people around us being able to control their drinking without any consequences, yet no matter what we try, we can't seem to figure it out for ourselves. My name is Jillian Teets, and I am the host of the Sober Powered Podcast, where I use my biochemistry background to explain the latest research in addiction and help you understand both why you drink the way you do and how to develop the skills and mindset you need to find freedom from alcohol. I discuss topics like why we think about our drinking 24-7, why we have no off switch, and why we crave alcohol. If you're struggling with your drinking or you know someone who is, then I hope that you will check out the Sober Powered Podcast. New episodes every Friday. See you there. It's easy to blame ourselves for our struggles with alcohol. We see people around us being able to control their drinking without any consequences, yet no matter what we try, we can't seem to figure it out for ourselves. My name is Jillian Teets, and I am the host of the Sober Powered Podcast, where I use my biochemistry background to explain the latest research in addiction and help you understand both why you drink the way you do and how to develop the skills and mindset you need to find freedom from alcohol. I discuss topics like why we think about our drinking 24-7, why we have no off switch, and why we crave alcohol. If you're struggling with your drinking or you know someone who is, then I hope that you will check out the Sober Powered Podcast. New episodes every Friday. See you there. I know. I know we've been taught that motherhood requires alcohol. I know we've been taught not to question our relationship with alcohol until we've lost everything. And I know we've been taught that if we do dare to examine our relationship with alcohol, we need to head straight to AA and declare ourselves an alcoholic who is powerless to alcohol forever. But what if all that isn't true? That's definitely not my story. I'm Suzanne, the host of the Sober Mom Life podcast. I'm an influencer who stopped drinking in January 2020, and since then, I've been telling the truth about motherhood, influencing, alcohol, and sobriety. 
If you suspect deep down that glass or three of wine at night might just be making motherhood harder, well, you're right. Come and join me as I chat with other sober and sober curious moms. Let's laugh, cry, and normalize sobriety together, all while we reheat our coffee for the fourth time today. It's easy to blame ourselves for our struggles with alcohol. We see people around us being able to control their drinking without any consequences, yet no matter what we try, we can't seem to figure it out for ourselves. My name is Jillian Teets, and I am the host of the Sober Powered Podcast, where I use my biochemistry background to explain the latest research in addiction and help you understand both why you drink the way you do and how to develop the skills and mindset you need to find freedom from alcohol. I discuss topics like why we think about our drinking drinking 24-7, why we have no off switch, and why we crave alcohol. If you're struggling with your drinking or you know someone who is, then I hope that you will check out the Sober Powered Podcast. New episodes every Friday. See you there. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addicted Mind podcast has been about creating hope listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there.